Hey there, Dauntcast, Dauntless Podcast listeners. Hey, Zai, Adam, your host. How y'all doing today? I hope you're doing great. Um, hopefully this doesn't sound weird. It sounds weird in my headphones today, so hopefully it's not recording weird. But uh, for listening to this, thanks for being here. Appreciate you. It's going to be uh, another fast one. I'm recording this one uh, midweek here. And I've got a meeting that I've got to leave for in about an hour or so. But uh, as I was... Well, before I get into that, I want to give uh, thanks to uh, bensound.com for the royalty-free music. If you want to reach out to us, you can do so at dauntlesspodcast at gmail. I know. Find us at uh, anchor.fm slash dauntlesspodcast. But I wanted to, uh, as I was getting ready to uh, leave for my meeting this morning, um, getting ready, you know, I had the house to myself this morning. Um, wife's back to work after surgery. She's back killing it. And um, here I am, right? Home trying to do my thing um, after having um, my partner, after relinquishing my partnership in the company that I was trying to uh, get back on its feet. Hopefully they're doing well, by the way. Um, And then uh, focusing on on some real estate stuff that I'm in um, as I'm getting ready to go to a real estate meeting this morning. It's really tricky at how depression tries to sneak in um, and tries to uh, bring you down. You know, I woke up this morning probably earlier than I wanted to. Well, definitely earlier than I wanted to. And, you know, helped. Yeah, I try to make um, a morning beverage for my wife every morning. Um, send her off on her way. Try to try to help her, you know, in, in, in her endeavor. Because, uh, you know, that's, you know, I want to take care of her. I want to help her out. So... Got up, got all that taken care of. Um, then it's just me and the dogs in the house. It's quiet. And I'm um, just sitting around. And, um, you know, a real good friend of mine has been on my mind um, yesterday. And, and uh, well, actually more than just yesterday, but a couple days. And uh, I tried reaching out, tried calling him yesterday, no answer. Um, which I would expect because it's the middle of the work day and, uh, I know he's he's working hard. Then I text him last evening, um, you know, just quick message. Hey, are you okay over there? Um, haven't heard back, which is fine. You know, he is a busy dude. I get it. Um, but that in combination this morning, you know, when your brain is telling you different things and, and um you know, how you, you know, sometimes 
look at yourself in the mirror and go, geez, I'm just not, just not worthy. I'm just not, you know, what a this or a what a that I am, you know, I think we've all done it. That was happening to me this morning. And I, as I was thinking about it, so I was getting dressed, you know, pulling my, my pants on, throwing socks and shoes on. And, and, uh, I was like, okay, that's so weird. You know, why, why today? Why now? Um, and I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe it's because, you know, I'm feeling, you know, um, a little lost since I don't have, um, that company to focus on, man, I didn't, I didn't realize, I realize I was that into, um, working on this company and now that that's gone, it's like, okay, what is my day of, you know, what does my day consist of? I've got a, I've got a home listing coming up. So that's been taking some of my time, but you know, in, in all honesty, it's, it's a whole lot of hurry up and wait, um, in one of those transactions. Uh, if any of you are in real estate, you know what I mean? Um, so I've got that kind of going, but in that wait part, it's just like, okay, now what am I going to do? So, um, my buddy came to my mind, um, and I was just, uh, hadn't heard from him in a while. You know, he works, you know, a lot. And then, uh, on the weekends, he also has a part-time gig. He calls it work. Um, but everybody knows that he just does it because he gets to go skiing for free. <laughs> and, uh, he goes and does like, I don't know, some sort of ski patrol thing at one of the local ski resorts uh, where I live. And um, I don't think he does it for the work. I think he does it for the slope time. Um, and I know that he, I know that the ski season is coming down, you know, grinding to a halt. But I don't know exactly when that ends. Um, that's usually when his time frees up a little bit more for, you know, just hangout guy stuff, you know, race car stuff. Uh cheeseburgers and beer stuff, you know, stuff like that. Um, but he's been on my brain cause normally we, you know, we text back and forth every now and then. Uh, but it'd been a few, it's been a while since we've, we've chatted and he was on my brain. So I tried to reach out and, and I didn't hear back. And like I said, no big deal. He's probably a busy guy, but I think that coupled with, um, you know, the other things, you know, my, me not being involved in that company any longer, uh, having more, you know, idle time. Um, it's something that I alluded to, you know, in a previous podcast here where you just have time to sit and think. And I think that's where, um, people really get into trouble with depression and things. It started happening to me today. You know, I started just thinking, geez, you know, I suck. Why? What's the point of even going to this this meeting? You know, nobody there is going to talk to me. I pretty much guarantee, with the exception of of one guy who's who's my friend and happens to be my boss and in, in real estate. You know, I know that he'll. You know, I know when I see him, he's going to grab me and pull me in for a handshake hug thing. You know, one of the guy hug handshake hug things, and um, and it's a genuine thing. And I'm looking forward to seeing him and talking with him because he's a good dude. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just weird 
because even though then I know that that will be there, it's just like, why, what's, you know, how depression hits you. It's like, why, what's the point, right? So as I'm sitting in my closet on my little, I don't know, what what do you call it, stool, whatever thing that I sit on when I throw my socks and my shoes on, um, and my, you know, when I'm getting dressed because I have to sit down, otherwise I fall over with my condition. Um, but as I'm, I just stopped, put my elbows on my knees and I just look down at the ground and I'm like, okay, what, what's going on? You know, why? And I tried to self-evaluate what the heck. And my wife would call this, oh, you're, you know, getting into one of the funks and I don't want to be in a funk. And I recognized that the funk was setting in and, um, you know, the only kind of funk that I want to be in is the play that funky music kind of a funk. But this is the other kind of funk where you're just, you know, slipping into the big depression. And, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. You know, I've got a lot of great things happening my, right now. You know, my wife is, is you know, doing great. You know, the, the, the cancer scare, that's all it was. It was just a scare. It's gone. It's not there, thankfully for us. It wasn't there. Um, my daughter-in-law is graduating college tomorrow. You know, what a, what a huge thing. I remember when she was contemplating even going. She didn't want to. She didn't think she could. And yeah, I don't know what eventually led to her decision of going to school. I know that my wife and I both talked to her about it and said that it would be a great thing and we would do whatever we could to help her, you know, through that journey. If she needed help filing paperwork, if she needed help with tuition or books or whatever, um, you know, I, I, I know, you know, that we offered to do that. I don't know if that's what pushed her over the edge to decide to go. I don't know if it was the example of my wife, um, who is just finishing up her second master's degree now. Um, if it was the example that she set by, hey, look, I can work full time and I can go to school and take care of my family. And I don't know if that had any part to play in, in my daughter-in-law's decision to go. Um, but whatever it was, you know, I'm, I'm super proud of her that she's, uh, she's pushed through, she's persevered, she's graduating, getting her degree. Um, and that's an exciting thing, you know, I'm happy for her. So why all of a sudden now am I in this little funk? And and as I'm sitting there, it's like, I'm realizing that it has to do with a word that I've said a lot since I've started talking about it. It's the I word, right? I, you know, it's about, it's about me. I was just looking at everything. And, and I think depression does this to people. I think it makes you feel like, Everybody's against me. Everybody hates me. I'm lonely. I'm this. I'm horrible at that. I'm blah, blah. I'm fat. I'm ugly. I'm whatever it is, right? And what made me start to feel better is I started thinking of other people. You know, I haven't heard back from my friend Jeff, but um, I know when uh, I do that things are going to be good. You know, I'm not going to be like, why didn't you call me? He's not going to be like, Dude, quit bugging me. You know, you know I'm working, <laughs> you know. Um, 
it's just going to be like, hey, man, how you been? I know life's been crazy. You good? Good. Okay. I mean, it could be a short two-minute conversation like that. Um, but I start thinking about other people and, and the good things that are going on in their life. And, you know, the depression wants to say, well, why can't things like that happen for me? And that's where it gets you because it just keeps running. It's like a record that's skipping, right? I don't know if any of you, this is for the older people. But if you've ever listened to an album, it's got a skip in it. You understand, you know, it just keeps playing a certain thing over and over and over again. And I think depression does that to you. It might not be real. It's not the whole song, but you're getting just a little snippet of it. So, you know, is, is that, 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 I think that's exactly how depression takes root, right? And then, uh, you know, people, you know, smile and, and, and go through life carrying that. Um, but it's still, that record is still skipping over and over and over in their head. And it's hard for, you know, people on the outside to get it, right? I mean, we've all been there. Um, my buddy today that I'm going to see, he has a friend and his, his daughter had been suffering from depression for 10 years, 11 years or so, he told me. And, um, unfortunately she ended up taking her own life and, you know, the, the family tried everything and everything and everything, you know, but for whatever reason, whatever happened, that record just kept skipping in, in her brain. I'm, I'm imagining, and, you know, to the point where, you know, it's like, it's like listening to that baby shark song, you know, you just can't take it anymore. And unfortunately, you know, it got to that point for her. And that's where, you know, depression and things is, it can be so, so, so dangerous. You know, people looking from the outside, man, it's like, you know, they can't see it. They can't hear it. They can't feel it. They can't smell it. But it's there, you know, and I think it, uh, I think it creeps up into every one of us at some point. It's just, you know, how do you, how do you get over it? You know, I know when, I used to be listening to albums when I was a kid, and if I had one skip, I'd either tap the turntable to get the needle to jump past that, or I'd lift the needle and put it to a different part of the song or to a different song completely. Some people, they don't have that ability to do that. So um, if you're struggling, man, try to bang that turntable. Try to turn off the eye and try to focus on helping somebody else. Uh, I don't know if that's going to work. I'm not a pro, right? But I think if we can shift our focus from ourselves to other things, I think that'll help. I think that helps, helps you understand and helps you get out of your, your little rhythm, your little funk, maybe. Um, but if it doesn't, man, please try to, you know, get some, get some help. So, yeah, I just, uh, as I was going 
like I said, as I was getting dressed, this was creeping in and I'm like, why, why is this happening? So I'm going to throw it onto a podcast and a try to talk my way through it. Um, and hopefully by me talking my way through it, well, maybe help somebody else talk their way through it. You know, if, and when anybody ever hears this and, and it strikes a chord, um, you know, yeah, let's, let's get through it. Let's do it together. You know, I'm always here at the end of an email. If you have questions, if you have comments, if you have concerns, if you want to just chat, you know, you don't have to tell me your name. You can just shoot me an email. I'll reply to you and talk. But anyways, um, yeah, you know, these, these things are hard for me to talk about. Um, you know, any, anyone in my family tell you that I'm not the guy that opens up and, and talks about things, you know, usually I get mad and I just go silent <laughs> and I just don't talk and I go do things, you know, where I can just be alone and if that's out in the garage, sweeping it, you know, wrenching on a car, working on my race car, doing whatever it is, tinkering on my little bench, listening to, you know, some Queensryche on my garage stereo. I don't know. It is, it is what it is. That's, that's usually how I, how I deal with things. Um, and I think, I think my wife will tell you that this has totally helped me, this little podcast, um, help me work through some things, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things I still need to work through. I don't know, you know, I mean, you guys probably know me better than a lot of people in my lives know me, you listeners. Um, you know, I've had, I've had, you know, people say, wow, you've really been through a lot or you've done a lot of things and stuff like that. And it's like, I never knew. I, I hear that one a lot. I never knew that you, that you go through that, you know, you, you would never know that by looking at you. And, you know, that's, that's the key. Nobody ever really knows what anybody's going through, right? Um, we all dress the same for the most part. We all throw on underwear, pants and shirts and stuff like that. But underneath all that stuff, you know, nobody knows what anybody's going through. It's why it's so hard, you know, you have to, you can never judge, you know, nobody's ever walked a mile in my, in my shoes. I've never walked a mile in somebody else's, you know. Social media is brutal for depression, if you ask me, because all you're seeing is a little fake snapshot into somebody's life. You know, this podcast, some podcasts you listen to, they're just little fake snapshots into people's lives. This podcast, this is not a fake snapshot. This is the real me. This is a real deal. You know? It's how I am. It's how I'm feeling. You're hearing me talk. You're hearing you're hearing it raw. Unedited, unscripted, un, un-anythinged. 
Just a guy in his basement sitting at a desk with a mic and a recorder thing. And every now and then you'll hear my glasses bump this stupid boom thing that's meant to reduce noise. But it doesn't because every time I touch it, it just you can hear it go boing in the background, right? But, yeah, just, you know, when you're seeing people, even, even people in your, own, in your own home, man, just ask them, how are you? How you doing? You know, what can I do for you today? I think since uh, I had a, a, a session with a counselor and he told me to ask that to my wife, that's been the single best phrase I think that's ever entered into my life. What can I do for you today? And every time I ask my wife that, I mean it sincerely. What can I do for her today? And it has been, it has been a game changer for me. And, you know, come to think of it, if I'm being 100% honest, I don't know if I asked that of her this morning before she left the house. I don't know if I did. And if I didn't, man, I'm a slacker. But I tell you what, as soon as I'm done recording this, I'm going to call her and I'm going to ask her, hey, what can I do for you today? I know I have a lot of uh, errands to run after my meeting, so I'm going to be out and about in town, and maybe there's something I can do for her in town. Maybe there's something I can do if I get home before her. Um, you know, I don't know. There's got to be something that I can do for her. And hopefully she'll honor me by saying, hey, you know what? You could do something that would help me out a lot or a little. Because I think everybody needs and, and wants a little help every now and then. Right? It's just nice to know that somebody cares about you to ask that question of you. What can I do for you today? So I challenge each and every one of you to find someone in your life and either when you're done listening to this or tomorrow morning or whenever you see that person next, sincerely, sincerely ask them, what can I do for you today? And if it's the first time that you've ever done something like this, you're probably going to get a weird look back like, huh, who's this person? And then you can just say, hey, no, seriously, what can I do for you today? And then do it. It'll help you feel better. Maybe for a minute or two, you know, it'll distract you from the stupid little self-doubt things that depression throws into your head. It takes the focus off of you and throws it on to somebody else. You know, that's been the key to mine and my wife's marriage is that, you know, we try to put the other person first before each of us. And, you know, I lost track of that, you know, when she got this little scare thing, you know, it freaked me out. I didn't know how to handle it. So what did I do? I shut down. I did what guys do. I shut down. I was out in the garage. 
listening to Queensryche, working on my race car, not talking to anybody, instead of being there for her, to help her through her emotional trouble, you know, of trying to comprehend what could be happening. And then those words came into my life. What can I do for you today? I think it changed everything. Um, I think it's helped me be better person than I was the day before. Every day that I asked that question, I think I'd become a little bit better. So, um, with that, Dauntless Podcast listeners, what can I do for you today? What can I do for you today? Let that play over. Let that play over in your head. Let that one get stuck on the turntable. What can I do for you today? And let that one play out. And then verbalize it to somebody. So, I'm going to uh, probably jet. I'm going to press play on that button. Bring up the music. This is good. Uh, hopefully a good one for you today. A shorty. But I'm going to probably publish this one ASAP um, before I have to leave. If not, I'll publish it for tomorrow morning. Um, man, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing okay. And uh, if you're struggling with depression, just, just keep at it. Keep plowing. Don't give up. Don't give in. You've got a purpose here. I don't know what that purpose is for you. I don't know what it is for me. But I know that we all have a purpose. So with that, hey, take care. And what can I do for you today? <laughs>